0: Let's just bow our heads and pray for a moment. Father, thank you for the wonder of this night. Thank you for all that you have done for us. I pray that you'd help us to catch a fresh glimpse of the incarnation tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as we saw in the uh, children's drama, angels are messengers from God. And when God sent a message from heaven at Christmas, he didn't send a letter, he sent a whole host of angels. Now today I think we're more used to getting our messages in rather more conventional ways, perhaps by email or on Facebook, or I actually love it at Christmas when I actually do get real mail in the post, as it were, with real envelopes that you can open. And um, I've been thinking about this and wondering, what would it be like if God actually did send us a letter? What if God sent us a Christmas card? Well, I've brought along a rather special card um, this afternoon. And you know, the first thing you do when you get a card in the mail is, that— at least what I do is, I check in the top left-hand corner, I know you can't see it, I'll turn it around in a minute, uh, who it's from. And... This one, can I have a a child who can read come up and help me? Yep, quick, that's it, come on. I want you to tell everybody, and I'm going to use this microphone, Terry. Um, What? Actually, we can leave it right there. Oops, right. So, can you tell me uh, who this is from? From God. P.O. Box One Heaven. Oh, wow. From God, P.O. Box 1, heaven. Thank you. I'll, get, I'll need another volunteer in a minute. Wow. I mean, think about it. Who would actually get a Christmas card from God? I mean, you'd have to be a pretty special person, wouldn't you? I wonder, I wonder if Mother Teresa used to get Christmas cards from God. Or, or maybe the Pope. Maybe he gets Christmas cards from God. Or perhaps Archbishop Duncan. Um, I don't know. We'll, well, we better take a look and see who it's addressed to. Can I have another reader? Yes, Charlie, come on out. Just in case the uh, people at the back can't see. So what what does it say here? Shout it out towards this, okay? To all the people at the 4 p.m. service. Wait a minute. Who's that? Us. That's us. Okay, carry on. Church of the Ascension, 4729 Ellsworth Avenue, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15213. Thank you. Oh, my. Wow. We got a Christmas card from God. Terrific. Um surely we're not, we're, not, we're not good enough. We're not special enough. Surely it should be sent to the saints. Or maybe all the really good boys and girls. But you know, Jesus is not like Santa. How does it go in that song? Santa Claus is coming to town to see what? Who's naughty or nice. Yes. Well... And then what does it say? So you better watch out. Santa Claus is coming. Okay, but that's not what the angels sang, is it? They didn't sing, we better watch out because Jesus is coming to town. No. And actually, Jesus didn't come to find out if we were being naughty or nice. Because he already knew. He already knows, actually, that, uh, well, everybody hadn't been terribly nice. And in fact, everybody had been, well, they'd been naughty. Actually, you know, everyone is naughty sometimes. The Bible says that all, and all is a very little word, but it kind of encapsulates everybody, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Now, either the Bible's right about that or it isn't. So I want to do a quick survey uh, hands up, anyone here who is absolutely perfect? Hmm. Seeing none. Um, does anybody here know anybody who's absolutely perfect? Well, yes. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but they're not here in, in, in the flesh like everybody else is quite. We'll, we'll have to deal with this theologically. Um, <laughs> you see, the problem... No matter how wonderful tonight is and how wonder, and how good you've all been, um, no matter how special tomorrow is with all the food and the excitement and the presence and the visitors, the problem is this problem of people being naughty. It's, it's the problem of sin, and it's not just out there in the world where people are fighting or people are doing terrible things to each other. It's a problem that is right here in our own hearts and minds. As I've taught the children in the past, you know, this word sin is spelt S-I-N with I in the middle. British writer and philosopher G.K. Chesterton, uh, when asked to write an essay for The Times on the subject, What's Wrong With The World, wrote this. Dear sirs, I am yours sincerely, G.K. Chesterton. So we know who our card is from and we know who it's to. But uh, what will we find, do you think, when we open it? I mean, you'd expect a card from God to be amazing. Do you think it's one of those ones that plays music? I mean, it'd be pretty cool if it had, like, an original digital recording of the mass choirs appearing to the shepherds. I'd love to hear that. Or, uh, or maybe, um, you know, maybe it'll light up in the dark. Some of them do these days. Um, or I wonder what it'll say. I don't think it's going to say, happy holidays, love God. Do you? No, I don't think so. Um, maybe it'll get one of those annual letters. You know, Journey would get those letters that tells you all about their family. I mean, it would be quite a long letter, I guess, if God told us all about His family. Or maybe we'd hear about the angels who got their wings and what they were doing. And well, shall we open it? Anyone like to help me? Who? Yep, come on then, come and help me, Ella. All right. Well, it's Christmas Eve. We can open it tonight. All right, take it out slow. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we have to take it out this way. All right, take it out that way. There we go. Good. Can you put it on there for me? Thank you, Ella. What does it say? Merry Christmas. It does. It says Merry Christmas. Okay, well, thank you. You can go and sit down. And it has got a picture, picture on the front. Well, I guess we would have a, a cradle, wouldn't it? A manger, because that's what uh, Christmas is all about. It's about the birth of a baby. And it's not just any baby. Who, who was born? Whose birthday is it? Jesus, that's right. Jesus, the son of God. But have you ever wondered why he was born as a helpless baby, the son of almighty God? Well, this isn't maybe the best illustration, but it's the only one I could come up with. I, I, um, we have a dog. Our dog's name is Sally. And anybody got a dog here? Yeah, quite a few have. Good. Okay, all you dog lovers. Now, our Chocolate Lab Sally is the best dog in the world. She is fabulous. She's intelligent. She's lovely. She's smart. She loves and adores me. It just doesn't get any better than that. But, you know, sometimes I wish that I could communicate more clearly with Sally. And uh, I often think the only way I could really do that is, is if I was to become a dog. And then we could both, you know, bark at each other and really understand each other. Well, in, in a funny sort of way, that's what happened at Christmas when Jesus came. He didn't come as a dog, but God came as a baby who grew up to be a man. So he could talk to us and we could know him in a way that we, we perhaps could never have known him otherwise. All right, well, um, shall we open the card and see what's inside? Yep. Yeah, can someone help me do that? Yep, come on then. Excellent. Okay, It's quite big, isn't it? There you go. Good. Ooh, thank you very much. All right. I think I'll stare. And, and can you see what it says? Shall I help you? It, that's right. It's got a big cross. Well done. Mind the step and go and sit down. And it says, with all of my love. And it's got a cross. And of course, the cross reminds us that Jesus came to be more than just to live. As a a baby, and then to grow up as a man, you remember the message of the angels? To you is born this day a what? A savior. And that card, remember, was addressed to all the people at the four o'clock service. It was addressed to all of us. And we need a savior. We need to be saved from that naughtiness I was talking about, from that sin where we put ourselves first. And the thing is, we can't do that on our own. We can't just forgive ourselves and pat ourselves on the back and tell us everything's going to be fine. We just can't do that. We need someone to help us. We need a savior. And that's who Jesus is. Jesus was born to be like us, except unlike us, he never sinned. And because he was perfect, Jesus was able to save us. And the cross reminds us of the tremendous cost of this greatest gift of Jesus, that Jesus came to give his life for us. And in the words of the Eucharist that we'll say together in a moment, he opened his arms of love upon the cross and made for all the perfect sacrifice for sin. Okay, there's one more picture on our card. Who, who would like to come and turn it over? Yep, come on. Just down that there. That's it. No, The whole thing. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you can go sit down. And so on the back of our card from God, there's a crown because it said, With all my love from God. And the crown reminds us that Jesus did more than give up his life for us. For God raised him from the dead and he ascended into heaven. And one day he's coming again. One of the messages of Christmas is God's call to us to accept Jesus, Jesus, not just as our savior, but also as the king of our lives. So we have our Christmas card. We know who it's from. We know who it's to, and we know what the message is all about. But how would a card like this ever get delivered? You know, most of our cards come uh, by the U.S. Postal Service, don't they? When my uh, son was little, uh, one of the highlights of his day was looking for the mailman. Actually, we had a lady mailman in our house. That's what he called her. Anyway, um, and it's great to get a message from someone we love in the mail, it's great to get Christmas cards. It's great to get presents tomorrow. But this night, we don't need to pretend that God sent us a Christmas card because he's already delivered the Christmas message. He didn't just send the angels. The message of God's saving love rings out tonight because God delivered it in person more than 2,000 years ago. And the wonder of Christmas is that Jesus himself is the message. He is the card. He is the gift. He is the greatest gift we can ever receive. And at the end of the day, the Christmas message is not about words or cards or presents or anything else. It's about the word, God himself, becoming man. As St. John tells us, in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God and the Word became flesh. And boys and girls, that means that Jesus, who was the Word, was born to become like us. And He lived among us. So, this then is the message of Christmas. It is the true story of God becoming man, being born in a stable. It is the true story of, of Jesus who lived among us and who died to save us from our sin and our guilt and our shame. It is the true story of Jesus who rose again and is the King of Kings and who one day will come again. But there's one last thing that I want to say to you tonight because, you know, when you get a card in the mail from whoever it's from, You don't have to accept it. You could just cross out to all the people and say, Oh, I didn't order this. uh, Unknown at this address, and you can send it back. Or you could just throw it away. But the Christmas card, or rather the Christmas present from God, Jesus Himself, is not just like a card that we throw away. This is not like a piece of junk mail, a one in billion chance of winning something. No, the gift has been given. God's saving love, which is available to everyone who accepts the message. To everyone who recognizes that, yes, this address, it does include me. I'm someone who's at this service. I'm someone who needs a savior. If you've never received this message before, then receive him who is both the message and the messenger, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Amen.